G'day, uh, podcasters. Hiya. What's up? What's up with you? What's up? What you I'm drinking, drinking out of bone that broth. Bone broth. Bone broth. It's a new me, Maddie. I love I know the I new say years. that. I know I say that probably about 20 times. Very a year. good for you. Yeah, so bone broth, they're saying that you're not getting as much. Um, is it cartilage? What is it? Oh, they, yeah, cartilage. Mm. Yeah. No, uh, it is uh, yeah. uh, marrow. Marrow? Marrow, there you go. So anyway, mm. so the bone marrow is very good, but apparently we've changed our meat no. and it's not getting as much as the nutrients in it. Right, we inject it with water and hormones. I didn't want to say that. I think it's illegal to do it now, but they still do it in mass production, so it's mm. it's not as nutritional as what it used to be. So this is bone broth, and you can make it yourself. Does it taste nice? It, it, come and have a little bit of it. Is it, I imagine it's like chicken soup. It's quite salty. You have got the best bit, so there you go. What's the best bit? The best bit's the end bit. Yeah. Oh, the chunky bits at the end. Well, no, mm. those are not chunky bits. It's just with the, all the residue. But um, So I bought this one. It's not a powder. It's actually a liquid when you buy it, mm. and it's been slow-cooked for over 100 hours. We've got chicken bone broth. That's actually not bad. Mm. You can use it as stock. You can, but not that expensive stuff you want it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is and like the good scotch. You turmeric. drink it on yeah, the rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah? This yeah. has got turmeric in it as well, Lovely. which turmeric. is supposed to be good for you. So there you go. Do you guys have? I've never had bone marrow. You know how it's like, it's a delicacy at the restaurant. Oh, I love bone marrow. Is Don't it you? Nice? Put, what do you mean you haven't? Yes, you have. You've got the bone, and then you put your finger in it, or you put the skewer, and you get it that. out. Oh, never done that. You haven't lived. I've that never was always... fingered the bone before. You haven't? No. You have to. You can suck it sometimes. I was going to say you could suck it out as well, but you just got to make sure it's not too hot. I do that with ice cream. Burns your mouth. But, um, yeah, you get a skewer if you're doing... Um, well, they deep fry it too. Okay, but if you get a skewer, yeah. when you yeah. you can do it yourself. Yeah. And the bone, what do you do with the bone? What bone? You throw it out. What do I mean? I'm not cooking anything with bone. No, but you open it up, crack I, it open, crack. eat the insides. I've never done that either. I didn't oh. know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's very much a grandma thing. So bones would never be thrown out because they were, they were the best. You see people even buy it. But next time you do it, when you're making a lamb roast, yeah, right. um, if you crack open the bone and suck it, it's good for you. My mum always takes it and she says it's for her dogs. Little did I know, she was at home sucking on it, getting some delicacy She's out. She's at home sucking the bone, yes. Good on you, mum. Hey, it's today's, po- again. it's today's podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Whether we like it or not, on Friday we get to look back, find out what Maddie has highlighted this week. Yay. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. How good is Origin Week in Brisbane, especially when you get the win? It's all over. What a second half from the Marauders. I learned there's a new footy correspondent amongst the team. Our promo dude, Nick, he was on the ground in camp with all the big exclusives. Cameron Munster. With from Savavia, Matt. Do you know Matty Acton? No, I don't say no. No, that's all right. A lot of people are sort of emailing and say he looks identical to you. Uh, he reckons he plays like you too, but I reckon he's full of shit. That's the word going around, so maybe one day we can tee it up. Yeah, I'll tee it up, yeah. I'll bring him over and we'll have a chat. We'll get a photo together, doppelganger. Daily Terry Evans. 15 captain of Queensland's huge honour. Um, yep. First with the high-faded last name. It's got to be something they can't take away from you, mate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, that's a really cool fun fact. If it all fails, you suffer as which you hope it doesn't. Um, you get what you get and you don't get upset. It's what we stand by, so we're happy to pass that on to you. I love that. I tell my kids that. I tell my kids that. That's awesome saying. <laughs> I also 
learn if this radio thing doesn't work out for Stabby Boy, no secret shush for him, he'll be the one working all the plugs in for the clients in the commentary. I love watching my footy on the TV, but I'm going to be honest, I struggle listening to it. So I just always like their mentions of sponsorship. Ray has to do it for the state of origin and he's always like, and of course that is Rhonda from Annie, the great musical that you can get down to QPAC and watch. We set him a challenge to find out if he was Rab's Warren, how many local businesses he could get in on the slide. What's your local business you want Stab to work into his uh, commentary here? Call Wizards, Act Valibar. Vida Migration, we specialise in Australian visas. And a funeral home. Okay. Kick off, and already there's been a stiff arm thrown in the tackle. And remember, if any of your family have gone stiff lately, White Lady Funerals are here to help. He's an absolute wizard with the ball, just like Paul is a wizard with the tiles at Tile Wizard Capalabar. They're passing the ball out wide, trying to break through the defences, but the defences are migrating with them. And remember, if you or any of your 300,000 viewers overseas are migrating, Vita Migration can help. And it's all over here at the State of Origin. Queensland have won! Monday, we asked a really weird question. Is there really any guys out there who would choose footy over fun times? I learnt... Yes. My friend has been dating a guy for six months, yeah. but he always puts football above everything else. So we're like, uh, how's it, you know, intimate-wise? And she's like, no, it's not happening because football comes first. For 13 years, I have been second to football. I was with a guy for five years and yeah. I just had to let it go. I was seeing a guy for about five to six months and he was super obsessed with gym and to the point that a couple of times midway through the day, um, he actually would get up and leave like oh no I'm late for gym this was really surprising I thought that fun times was the number one thing we lived for fellas Stav and I are flabbergasted you <laughs> never put sport above it no never never I could be diffusing a bomb and someone says hey you want to go have a I mean yeah, sure I'll, yeah. I've just got 10 minutes left if, on. if I was holding onto Stav's arm and he was yeah. going to fall off the cliff great. I'd let go uh-huh, great. <laughs> great and you know what yeah. if you let me like, go oh, you got to let me go sir <laughs> yeah. I get it man I get it just yes. put in 110 for me <laughs> yeah. champion I'll see you later yeah. <laughs> that's that's the truth. Let's be honest, though. Really no surprises when we asked what the girls have put in front of fun times. Chose to clean the walls, the marks from the kids that they put on the walls. Wow. Had to be done there and then? Yeah. I had to use my breast pump instead. Yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> Saturday morning, my partner and I go to the market for breakfast, and she was trying, and I wasn't interested because that means I would have had to wait longer in line to get sausages. <laughs> that's ironic. <laughs> when he yeah. came home from the markets, though, did he get his prize? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> she was full. I was, I was full, full stomach. Full. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ricky Lee. She's the Queensland girl done good. And we love it when she pops by the studio for a chat. Hi, guys. Good to see you. But this week I learned Abby's not really that happy to see her. They're in the middle of a celebrity feud. Ooh. Ricky and Abby Coleman, they are fighting for the love of a makeup artist at the moment. This is awful. Dale, he was my makeup artist for my wedding. Okay. He was my makeup artist for my first wedding. (laughs) (laughs) 
Every time Abby tries to book him, he, he goes, nah, I'm busy busy. with Ricky Lee. Yeah. You have to go to <laughs> someone else. Okay. So we decided, let's settle this thing once and for all and book in with the makeup artist. I've made an appointment at a certain time. I want you to call up and ask for that appointment and see if he will cancel me. Okay. We just got a call. They want me to do the races in Brisbane, like, next month, and mm. we should um, we should do a little glam. Yeah. 22nd of June, 8 a.m. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... Um, what time do you have to do? Because what time do you have to... Abby's coming in at 8 that morning. Abby? Coleman. Oh, okay. So maybe around 7.30-ish? What do you need doing? Hair and makeup? Hair and makeup, like, yeah. Yeah, easy. Um... But wouldn't you say the 8 o'clock appointment would be really important to you, Dale, and you wouldn't want to cancel on the 8 o'clock appointment? Ah, uh, you know, look, it's just Abby. It doesn't matter. Like. <laughs> he tried. Dale, Dale. You tried, buddy, but you just... You... <laughs> they made me do it. Rightio, let's put that one to bed now, hey? That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up with everything all again. It's on the podcast and on the Facebook page. Just search Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. First calls is when the show is yours. You can ask us a question. You can complain about something. Matty loves complaints. Yeah, I do. Makes him happy. As long as you're happy to get the response. If you're going to make a complaint, yeah. you've got to be willing to hear the response. Oh, okay, so test him out. 131060 is our number, though. Jody in Red Bank Plains, clear your voice because you are first. What do you want to talk about? Um, how do you know when it's time to say goodbye to a beloved pet? Oh, oh Joni, I went through this and then I, I actually realised I was keeping the dog alive for yeah. me, not for yep. her. I think when they're in yep. pain and you can take that from the vet's advice and you're giving medication to sort of keep them alive, then maybe it's time to say goodbye. How old's your dog there, yeah. Jodes? He's um, 17 and a half years old. Uh-huh. How's his health? Um... He's, look, he's not really full of energy anymore. About a month ago, he was acting like a two-year-old. Yeah. Um, he's starting to have seizures every now and then. Oh. He's not medicated. Um, and due to his age, like, yeah, I sort of think it's time, but it's pretty hard decision. It's yeah. like, he doesn't appear in pain either, so it's really hard. But I got home from work two days ago, and Dad's like, you know, you had a great day. And, and then um, he ran around the backyard and down he goes with another seizure and it's like yeah yeah it's a tough one I think it's time you know I I think um, Jody, if you're asking the question you may already know the answer yeah and I think you're right in in the sense of you keep them alive for yourself because you don't want to let them go you do what my wife did and accidentally back over him in the driveway Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah right. Well, no, don't her. do that, Joe. I actually feel a bit sad at the moment that we're having this thing with my grandparents. Oh, they yeah. Both, they that. both want to go, but that's not an option when you're a thing. And they just said, last night my nana was on the phone to me crying. Yeah. And she said to me, she goes, you know, sometimes you can just live too long. Uh, well, let's change it up a little here. Steve is on the air. Hi, what do you want to chat about? Hey, guys, how are you? Good, Good. Good. what's going on? I'm just wondering, you guys get up early for um, the breakfast radio. I do too because I'm in transport. Just yeah. wondering if you guys struggle at night time to uh, need to go out to dinner or. Oh, stay yeah. Awake. Yeah. We all have a pretty early curfew, don't we? If I'm not in bed by 8 o'clock, I wig out. <laughs> a freak. <laughs> a freak, man. It's the key to yeah, it, Steve. I, I find myself uh, yawning and being rude, and about 8.30, I'm done. Yeah. 
How do you guys go with when you've got visitors over, right? And they they staying too long and you want to go to bed? Like, at what point can you just say to them, I'm going to bed now, can you leave my house? That's right. Mm. I actually just say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a problem. I always go, no, I've got to get up early in the morning. I'm not going to yeah. be fun. I've got no problems with saying that. But um, I have. I love day catch-ups. Oh, so yeah, lunchtime stuff. Yeah, people over, like, you know, during the day on Saturdays and Sundays. Chloe and Pimpama, what do you want to talk about in first calls? I um, just want to say that I, I I started a bricklaying business a couple of months back, and I just finished my first feature stone job, and I'm actually kind of proud of how it turned out. Oh, well I done. love a feature stone. Like a stacking, yeah, so a stacking one? Yeah, so it's sandstone. So I've got, um, there's some gates about two metres high. I did some feature sandstone across that. And some round planters. And That's yeah, it's good. about 30, 40 tonnes of sandstone. Wow. Oh, well, we just did a thread, thread bow one. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Nope, didn't do you. What's a thread? A thread <laughs> well, it's, it's, I love those conversations. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to. It's like I me trying a, to have footy chat. I did that thing. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it, that's the stacker that we've got. For your pool. Scotty did at the pool. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought would, it was a common thing. I saw them and I went, are they those stick on things from Bunnings? That's that's all I know. But I'm sure it's probably oh, a lot I'll more tell, technical I'll tell than that. Scotty that. That's what you said it looks like. You can tell it's no, more at the races. It's so that, good it looks fake. Stick on yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Melissa and Logan Village. Morning. What do you want to chat about today? Morning, guys. How are you all? Good. Great. Baz, I have a question for you. I know you've been doing cameo appearances, and uh, it's my son's birthday next week. He's a massive gamer, a huge fan of yours. Yeah. He actually wants to challenge you to a game of Fortnite, and that was his birthday wish. Uh, uh, what, uh, what console does he play on? He plays on a PS2, I believe, but oh, okay. I agree with the PC. Yeah, right. Uh, I play I play on a PS4, so we, we are compatible. Uh, I don't tend to play Fortnite very much, so he'd probably be he'd probably shoot me. So you well, don't want I, I, I think he knows that, and that's why he set you up. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, we, we can sort something out. I can fill um, some time in my schedule to play some PlayStation. <laughs> oh, he's already doing it, Melissa. He just doesn't want to be thrashed by a, if he, a boy. And I, if he plays Rocket League, I'll have a crack at that Wait, with him no, too. No, 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 no. That's what he asked, no? old man. He asked if he could play Fortnite. <laughs> no one under the age of 32 plays, plays Rocket League. What? You play with our boss. Isn't he under 32? Yeah, no, no I think he's right on. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Uh, good on you, Melissa. Yeah, Thanks for calling. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. A couple of weeks ago, we changed a life. <laughs> we gave away a brand new house and land package. We banged on about it for weeks. This is the moment it went down. Ricky from Mansfield. It's going in. <laughs> you just want a brand new home. You just won a brand new four hundred and fifty thousand dollar home. Oh wow! Like, thank you guys so much. Like, and Villa World too. Like, this is such an incredible opportunity, and I just can't believe it. You know, like my life is starting now. You know, I graduate in a couple of weeks, and I'll have a house, and I mean, a few months, I guess. And oh my god, start now! Wow! (laughs) Round of applause, everybody! And joining us in the studio, the couple of the moment, Ricky and John. Good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. 
How's your uh, hatred going for them, Manny? No, no, no. See, <laughs> you might have heard me say this on air that I was going to be happy for the people who won, but it's human nature that I'm going to be just a little bit of jealous, incredibly jealous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am happy for you guys. We hear that you have finally chosen the actual house design. Yeah. That you're going to build. Yes. Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> we went for REA tailored homes. At uh-huh. Covella in Greenbank. Nice. Oh, you're at Greenbank. I yeah. like the reason that you've gone with them. With REA? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that because of what you're studying? Yeah. So, because I study environmental science and John studies electrical engineering, kind of made sense to go for the solar powered, eco friendly <laughs> yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of had to, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful home. I'm looking yeah, at a picture of it here. There, yeah. Four bedroom, two bathroom, two lounge room. Our fresco dining. Uh, Double lock-up garage as well. Yeah. Did it take you a long time to choose? Because all the all the builders there were absolutely amazing. Yeah, and there were twenty to choose from, yeah. and like we were trying to like remember which one was which. It yeah. was so hard. It was yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. were so many designs. Uh, any arguments throughout the choosing process? Well, John, <laughs> John liked another home, but. But I you won it? Yeah, but <laughs> I won it. <laughs> it was a close call, like, because we went through them and some of the designs were just amazing. Like, you couldn't, it was really hard to pass them up. But yeah. oh, ultimately, like, we liked the solar power. Yeah. And I guess when you're studying an environmental degree, then yeah. it sort of makes sense to not go. Um, <laughs> sweet yeah. media room, too. Yeah. And even the carpet is made from corn. <laughs> really? <laughs> Like, yeah. why? But. <laughs> like, why? Because, because it is. Because it can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you, already, are you underway? Are you getting ready to, to start building? Well, I haven't actually spoken to the okay. builders. Like, yeah. I don't even know if they... Do they know? <laughs> I don't even know. They will now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they will yeah. now. See, uh, this is the weird thing, is when this in this process, you, you buy the land, right? So the bank approves all that, you get your loan. Then you go, you do this with the builders. Then you've got to go back to the bank and do all of that stuff. So you guys are skipping... Months and months ahead. Yep. Yeah, which is this. why Maddie hates you because you guys won't understand the pressure to go through, like when you have to go to a bank and you got to get all yeah. your records, Council all your finances. Now and... I have to even give them my eBay account. That's how harsh what? it is. I know it's Jeez. ridiculous. It's a main source of outgoing income. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that's how stri- that's how that, how much checks yeah. they have to do this yeah. day and age. You guys can just bypass all that. Yeah, I mean it's probably not even just those few months of going through the bank. It's like. The years of saving for the deposit, deposit yeah, exactly. yeah. and then trying to get the approval, yeah. finding where we want to go, and <laughs> all of that we just skipped. Why Covella? So we looked at like the infrastructure, and like it has so many schools that are going to be coming up in the next few years. Why would you need school? Pardon? Why would you need school? <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe in a few years' time. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> um, and it was like right across from the park as well, with yeah. like the exercise park. So now, um, guys, we're so happy for you. you. You're about to enter the exciting part as well, where you choose colours and all that kind of stuff. Now, John, you'd be up for the colour palette choice. Um, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. just all me, hundred <laughs> percent. How many times do you think she's going to remind you that she won the house? Probably for the rest of my life. Okay. But, uh, that's fine. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Every time he like puts a dent in the wall. Yeah. That's my, my house. house. <laughs> <laughs> How many hints have you got of, oh, now you can save for a ring? Yeah. A couple. Yeah, okay. Sure. Who from? <laughs> everyone. Most everyone. His parents, more like it. <laughs> uh, well, guys, congratulations. Um, we're so happy for the future that you guys have. And, and thank you so much to Villa World for coming on board for us. 
to be able to put this amazing prize together. Um, 20 builders to choose from. Not many people get an amazing choice like that. Um, so thank you very much for coming in this morning. And um, we cannot wait till the house is built. We want to be the first ones to come in for the first housewarming, all right? Yes, have a party. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Is the grass greener with someone else? Six couples swap partners to find out if they're really with the one. The Super Switch, Tuesday, 7.30pm on Channel 7. TV's most controversial experiment just got bigger. The Super Switch. Yeah, this is going to be huge. The Super Switch. Uh, I don't know whether many people are going to walk out of this still in love. Oh, yeah, they'll find the one. It's the fun of it, isn't it? But right now we're testing your relationship and we're doing it with the one thing that everyone argues about. That is money. From a couple in Jimboomba, we've got Dion and Amy. Now, Dion, you've said that you've been together for 11 years. Is that right? Oh, I thought it was, yeah. Oh, thought it was. Not sure now. Amy says 12 years. Amy, is he? Dis- were you just not casual the first year? Um, no, he's just um, pretty useless with dates, I think. Uh, Amy. <laughs> so, yeah. Amy, for Dion, he's loved you so much since the first day you met. It feels like it was just yesterday that you guys locked up. Oh, yeah, nice oh, yeah right, right. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I got you, bro. I yeah. got you. <laughs> well, we've got three cases. They've all got different amounts in front of us. Uh, now, I believe, Dion, you normally make the position uh, decisions, but yet Amy can persa- persuade you. Is that correct? That is 100% correct. Right, so we're going to make Amy to make the decision this morning. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right, so out of the three Um, of us, who do you want to open the case? I think I'll go with you, Stav. Okay, all right, Amy. Well, opening up my little case here. You've got, going into the weekend, $500 if you want it. Ooh. The deal is, though, guys, there's uh, another case that Abby has. I have one as well. We know that... In either one of these cases, if you decide to super switch, you might switch it for $250 or $1,000. Oh, babe, it's up to you. <laughs> I was thinking anything under 400 we like to switch, but, yeah, I'm happy with 500 but 1000 would be much better too, so... Up to you. I you, think all no, or nothing, no really. I don't know. You covered every base there, Amy, so well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, nah, look, I'll, I'll agree with Amy. We don't like oh. So you, you want to switch it? I think, does that mean you want to switch? Are you going to switch for Abby or Matt, or are you going to stay? Stay. Go stay. Stay. Stay, right. even though one of them I does have a thousand? <laughs> Yep. You want to go for the thousand? No. Oh no, I do want to go for the thousand. I can see how this persuasion works. All or nothing. Let's go. You want to go for the thousand? Yep, definitely. Okay. Right. Is that your decision, no. Dion, or Amy's decision? <laughs> so I think I think it's mine. <laughs> well, I'll just check with Amy. All right. All right. We're gonna switch. Who's, who's do you want? Who do you want, Matt or Abby? I'm gonna go Abby. Abby. Right, open it up. Oh, come on. Is it the 250 oh. or is it the 1,000? Oh, you guys, you guys sweated on this for so long. You sweated on it for so long. Do you want me to read out mine first? No, I'll read out mine. Who do you want to read out theirs first? Uh, Put them out of their misery, right. guys. What was that? Just tell them what you got. Tell them what you got. Tell them what you got. Tell them what you've got. You switched it. You could have had 500. You went for the thousand. Will it be the two fifty? 
You guys got the thousand dollars! Good choice, babe. And that's why I'm the boss. Oh, and that's why I'm the boss? Did you just mic drop with that? Uh, all right, we can go to the caravan and camping show now. Hey! <laughs> Good on you guys. You've Thank done you. well. You'll have a happy relationship forever now. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australia's northern capital has been rocked by a terrifying mass shooting overnight. We watched him walk from room to room, shooting every room. Just insane stuff to hear. Uh, when you see a mass shooting on the TV, you go, that's America, it's got to be America. But when you wake up in the morning and you see that we're getting reports of it happened in Darwin earlier in the week, people go, how has the guy got a gun? Yeah. Where has it come from? And yeah. It's actually disgusting. In America at the moment, a lot of um, people have picked up on the story and are using it to say, oh, look, gun control doesn't work. You're still going to have people being shot. But like, they're no, not I taking any stories. consideration that it, this is the first time it's happened since 1996. So. Yeah. Absolutely. A um, lot of questions around why the guy was out on parole and, and everything. There's so many things that, you know, in tragedies like this, you'll never understand or get answers to what you want. Apparently he'd been pulled over for speeding that day. Really? By the police, yeah. I, I can't imagine that would be an offence, though, for... Oh, no, but it was just a coincidence. But yeah. I was saying there was no reason to pick him up. He wasn't acting suspicious, so yeah. we just gave him the fine. Yeah. But... You hear stories um, of survival, of people who survive things like this, um, which are always, you know, nice to hear down the track, you know, their moments of hope that you, you hear. Well, from, one of the ladies people. that got shot, apparently she got shot in the leg and she has survived and yep. is um, giving them, I guess, the most information. Mm. But it, it got me wondering, because my brain wanders all over the show. Mm -hmm. I've never met someone before who's been shot and survived. Like, I've never... You know, you know, hearing what what is it like when you actually have a bullet enter you wherever? Do mm. you do you realise straight away? Like for these people, do, do you know you've been shot, or uh, does it take a little while for it to set in? I I spoke to one man who had because he actually came in and gave us a lecture when I was at drama school. Oh yeah, because we were we were doing different sort of acting, and he's like, "It's nothing that you see in the movies mm. about you know people sort of taking their last breath." He said the adrenaline kicked in for him. Right. Yeah. Um. So he was going in for an acting course to teach us how to be believable if we got shot. But yeah, it was really quite interesting. His was a hunting accident. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So one of his friend he just the wrong place and a friend actually yeah I think shot he was him. at some sort of um, shooting range where you could and he got shot in the arm and talking about how I think it shattered his bone but he didn't realise for some time like immense pain but like the adrenaline yeah like is it you know because it's a thing of and they're not really comparable but you know if you're chopping up vegetables or something and you cut your finger you get that sting instantly like yeah. you know oh damn it you've cut yourself like yeah. is it but it's if you get thing. shot is it the same kind of feeling or does it not hurt you always tend to find that the bigger the injury the less you feel it at the time because your body just kicks into shock and the adrenaline goes. So, you know, a small a small snick with a knife, but if you lose a finger, you generally, you look down and go, oh, you know, it's weird. Well, that's what I wonder. I that's don't know. say. I've never yeah. had it, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 13, 10, 60. We're just wondering if there's anyone listening to our show who's ever experienced that before. Have you, have you ever been shot? And what happens in those moments? You realise we won't get, we might not get anyone because of the gun laws here in completely. Australia. Yeah, mm. completely. It's the roll of the dice, this question. Well, you remember when you broke your ankle, you walked around on it for 
They say denial is the first one. This guy was saying, he was like, no, 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 it's uh, fine. Yeah. It's fine. I think it skimmed me. I think I'm fine. That's what no. he kept saying. Ah. Which well, I guess you did as well. Yeah. Well, I strapped my ankle and I was going to run you back out. You were like, no, 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 it's good. I'm like, you know what? You're actually You're actually pale. green, yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't feel that at the time. No, you kept saying that to me on repeat. And I was like, hey, hon, let's take... No, I'm fine. The metal... I don't feel it. Hey. And I'm like, mm, it looks a little bit dangly. The the metal holds it together well now. But 13, 10, 60, um, if you've been shot, we're not going to ask any questions around the situation of it. We just want to know what happens in the initial moments of that event occurring. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This is going to sound strange, but very intriguing. Have you ever been shot? We're just discussing what is it like in those initial moments? Do you realise that the bullet's gone in? Do you get instant pain? That's what we want to know. We've got Thule from uh, Belmere. You had a... There was a hunting accident? Tui, sorry. Hey, Tui, you there? No. no. Let's let's, okay. uh, let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill. How you going? Good, man. You've been shot before. What's the story? Yeah, so I was climbing through the fence and uh, I was holding on to the end of the barrel and my fingers slipped on the trigger and I shot myself through the hand. Oh. So you're out on a farm, were you? Yeah. Right. And so straight away pain or did it take you a while to realise? Um, I realised it straight away. I felt pain straight away. I don't really got a high pain tolerance. Mm. Only when I have a couple couple beers on the weekend with the boys. Okay, so yeah, the boys. So when you shot yourself, did like does it? Do you take a while to actually hurt or? No, I realised it straight away. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't that drunk, actually. I was actually sober when I done it. Well, you'd, well yes, you should always be. I should really hope. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's jump that, over. That's, it. that's a given, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, anonymous. It's a strange yeah. question we're asking this morning, but we're wondering what is it like in the initial moments of being shot? You've been shot with a handgun at work. That's right. And, and what's it like? Uh, you just don't know. You can't feel it. You're in the middle of what you're doing. Um, I actually didn't know until my uh, partner sort of side of the, uh, the, the the hole and, and after they heard the sound obviously and then, then they showed me and that was it so that was when the pain really kicked in oh, Are right. you saying that it was more shocking once, like when you looked at it again I guess that's what shocked you more than what it was the initial fear? That's right Yeah, that's right. right. Once it connects with your brain that you've got a hole in you yeah. uh, and then there was talk of femoral artery and, and everything else, yeah. then, then it really sets in that you're in trouble. And was the bullet inside you or was it an in- entry exit? It went through. Right. Later on, that's what they told us it went through, obviously. We didn't know at the time. Do you have any ongoing pain as a result of it? Uh, not now. Like, I mean, that was um, a couple of decades ago. So okay. uh, it did initially, so I was lucky. Uh, I was very lucky. How, does it bleed a lot? You know when you see on the movies, you just see, like, a perfect hole and then there's a trickle of blood that comes out. Is that what is it's that, like in real life? No, nah, it's not. There's that much adrenaline going through. I mean, it, it depends on what uh, vessel it hits, I suppose, what part of your veins you hit, as to whether or not there's going to yeah. be a lot of blood coming out. But with me, they the, the, the lads just basically plug the holes and, and there was a lot of you know panic about getting the ambulance and whatnot. So. Yeah. Do you change the story when you tell it at parties to be a bit cooler, or is it that's the story, that it was an accident? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've told it. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. Thank you. yeah you it's not, not something the government wants to release, this sort of stuff, if, if it happens here no. online. Yeah. No. So, yeah, if it happens here in, in official duty, they don't like to talk about it. 
I can understand. I'm actually glad yeah. we didn't get so many phone calls. You realise it, our government It is a good thing. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. yeah, completely. So, and then do you, uh, does it burn as well? Like, because I imagine a bullet is quite hot when it comes out of a gun after it. It burns, it, it cuts, it, it is excruciating. It is nothing like you've ever felt before. Right. Yeah, and what's the recovery time? So how long does it take for the wound to fully heal? Uh, I was in the hospital for a week. Right. Uh, and then I didn't actually go back to work for about six months, and then I was on graded hours for about another six months after that. Right. Wow. Yeah, through rehab? Yeah, a lot of rehab, a lot of yeah. um, reshoots and, and whatnot, so, yeah. You must watch action Re-shoot. films and just go, that's bullshit. <laughs> no, I like it. I like the dramatisation of what what goes on. Okay. <laughs> Whereabouts in your body did you say got you? I uh, went through my leg. Went through your leg. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, right. Well, uh, thank you for your call this morning, yeah. mate. Really appreciate it. That's very interesting to hear. I mean, it's sad for you, but um, you, you don't really ever meet people who've been shot before. It's a good thing for us. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, a good absolutely. thing, honestly. And you're retired now? I am, absolutely. I live a peaceful life. Yeah, good stuff, buddy. Nice to talk to you this morning. Yeah, thanks thank for you. calling in. Hey, thanks, guys. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Yeah, your dad's probably right, Nathan. Teachers do get too many holidays. A bit like you've got too many pimples, but you don't hear me bring that up, do you? As a team, we want to say, and we always say, because we know our children so well that we respect and love <laughs> childcare workers and teachers. We say that because we go, oh. you do an amazing job. Worth every penny. They should get paid more. Absolutely. My sister's a teacher. Give her a pay rise, that Give poor pay woman. Rise. She's doing a great job. How's this? They're saying, though, this is a bit of a sad study for Queensland teachers especially because they do this more than anyone else in the nation. School stress is actually driving teachers to drink. Oh. Remember, like, I think it was last year I was talking about that I was drinking a bit too much Ooh. and before I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> that I now was you're saying drinking that, even more. You've got three kids. Well, I was saying <laughs> that it was just dealing with, with stress and that women became the number one drinkers when they were, were mothers to deal with that stress. Yeah. And it was always a bit of a shift because it used to be like middle-aged men yeah. that were. And I still to this day, since sharing that story, will probably about about twice a week, get a message from a mum on my inbox just saying I need to stop mm. because of the stresses of dealing with And now the teachers kids. have got the kids more than we do. Yeah, so they're saying that they reveal that they've got 17% of teachers have alcohol dependence, so they're alcoholics, 17% of them, which is a bit of a high amount. very high. It's always that little joke of, up teachers go into the staff room to get a gin, you know. Why not, though? (laughs) Well, I think they're saying saying it's a bit of an issue. Are they drinking on school grounds, though? No, 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 like at home. They're saying that um, they suffer anxiety Mm -hmm. um, and depression and just can't deal with it. And um, they're saying that we need to start showing the respect for teachers at home. Oh, yeah. So we respect the teachers. Your teacher's always right. How many parents say that? You just forget. Uh So it's that sort of respect that you need to be saying so that they will do it when they go to school. Because you've got to remember, these... Teachers are drinking and then going to teach the next day mm. as well. So it's a vicious cycle. I always say to my kids whenever they're in the care of someone else, so whether it would be an auntie and uncle or if you guys are even watching my kids, yeah. I, I always have taught them, I go, they're in charge. 100%. So their rules, mm. even if it's different to our house, we mm. go, whatever they say, doesn't matter what happens at home, they're, they're in charge. So yeah. you ask them what the go is. And if a teacher says to you no, then that's yeah, that's the deal. The data's actually saying it's because of pushy parents. Oh, really? Remember when it was like back in the day, like if I went and said something to my parents, they'd be like, well, you're in the wrong, the teacher's right. Yeah. But now it's always like, 
Oh, sweetheart, did they make you feel bad? Oh, yeah. Were your feelings hurt? Well, I'll have a chat with them. When it's like, no. See, that annoys my eldest son. He said to me he got a really bad grade in one of his classes. And I saw it because, and you can't escape the report card anymore because no, they email, email it, it to you. Yeah. You can't lose it or throw it in the bin can't like the turn good that old days. Into an A plus, yeah. can't do it. Scratch uh, it with a compass. Yeah. Get the text. <laughs> he failed, and it said that he needed more effort. And I yeah. said to him, "What's the what's the go there?" And he said, "The teacher doesn't like me." Nah. Uh, and I went, "That's because you're a pain in the ass." <laughs> No, I'm not, because all my other teachers like me. I go, exactly right. You're doing something in that class. Whether he is the worst person in the world, all you got to do for 45 minutes in geography is shut your mouth. Shout yeah. out to his geography teacher. Yeah, right, right. No, yeah, good. Yeah. I said to him, do you want me to call that teacher and yeah. find out what the go is? He's like, nah, Dad, don't worry about it. No, no, it's fine. Uh, no, all good, all good, Dad. No, nah, no, nah, you're right, you're right. Next time. B. Got a B in the really? class. Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. And he's like, all my friends' parents take their side. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, not in this house. And I think you're right in that. Yeah. It's the respect for the teachers comes from the parents. I guess she's a bit, it's probably the older grades, but Roy loves her teacher. Loves her. Sometimes she has lunch with her. That's like almost too much, isn't they it? They break bread, have a drink, glass And that's of why wine. she's going home to drink and go, this kid won't leave me alone, even my lunch break. <laughs> Shout out to the teachers. We think you do an amazing job. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. All right, Brisbane, we got 10 grand to give away right now. If you want to score this, all you got to do is be fastest on 13, 10, 60 and answer these questions correctly. Yes. i got a good feeling today. Oh, feeling go. good, baby. Okay. Feeling good. All right, you hear that, Taylor from the Switch? Yes. Ah, you can feel it in this water. Switch is actually generally a bad sign. So, um, good luck. Well, you know how this works. Okay, You're going to get, you. <laughs> you get 10 questions. Every answer has to start with the letter that Abby is going to give you. You get 50 bucks per one you get right, so you're going to get some money for the weekend. And if you get them all right, 10 Gs is yours. 10 big ones. Smackaroonies. $10,000. Okay. Taylor, your letter is R for ready. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> Name an animal. Um, rabbit. Name an occupation. Uh, radiologist. Name a Simpsons character. Uh, pass. Name something you can take camping. Uh, ah! Pass. Name a music group. Music group, music group. Pass. Name a political party. Uh, pass. Name a university term. University term, oh my god, pass. Terrible questions today. Oh, yeah. you're in Terrible, yeah. What do you got? $100, though. All right, thank you. You're welcome. I'll go through the ones you passed on. Name a Simpsons character. You could have had Ralph, uh, Ralph Wiggum. Name something you take camping. You could have had a radio or rope. You always need rope. Uh, yeah. Uh, music yeah. group. You could have had the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, political party. You could have had the Republicans. And name a university term. You could have had research. But you got 100 bucks for the weekend. All right, thank you. Thanks, hon. I did. I was feeling good about you, Taylor. I don't know what it was. Jinx, don't, can you not jinx. say that, though, next no. week? Jinxy don't, jinx. Don't say it again. Taylor. I think it's totally different when you're online, like oh, when yeah. you're on the phone. It's yeah. that ticking clock, long. and you know that you're the one answering it. You're not in the car and yelling, yeah. oh, you're an idiot. We always say, too, as soon as I you know. say pass, you can hear yeah. and go, oh, no. Oh, so I was just trying to inspire you, Taylor. That's all I wanted to do this morning. That's okay. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105.
We were talking about this the other day about the contraceptive pill. There's so many girls that go on the pill um, and then they stay on there for a long period of time. They might get off it when they have kids or maybe go back on after. But you just realise that your hormones can affect so much in your body and yeah. we're talking about the fact that hair loss can be a result mm. of going off the pill. So to speak to an expert about it, the author of Beyond the Pill, Dr Jolene Brighton. Morning. Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. Now, I don't think a lot of women realise how much the pill can affect us, maybe in a positive way or maybe not in a positive way, but the hormones can affect you so much. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. And I myself spent 10 years on the pill without ever knowing the long-term side effects and impacts it was having on every single system in my body. Is hair loss, because we're talking about that, a common thing when someone goes off the pill or maybe changes the type of it? Yeah, we can see hair loss when women begin hormonal birth control based on the progestins, that's the synthetic progesterone that's in there. And we can also see hair loss for some women when they come off of it. Now, sometimes that's because hormonal birth control was masking an underlying symptom that was leading to hair loss, or it's because it depleted nutrients or caused issues in terms of hormone imbalance that when you come off, now you notice that your hair is thinning, perhaps shedding, or you're even having patchy hair loss. Is it the case, though, because I know with um, most medications, there's a lot of restrictions around them, you have to say what the symptoms are and the side effects. Do people tell you that this can happen or it's not listed anywhere that this is a possible side effect? Oh, totally. And, you know, the thing, there is that package insert and it lists a lot of the common side effects that women do present with and do complain of that are actually mostly dismissed. When women say, you know, I'm having mood symptoms, I'm having weight gain, I'm having this or that, it's often, you know, they're met with, well, it's probably something else. You need to eat right, exercise, we have a new medication for that. And when the reality is, is that when you understand hormonal birth control affects every single system in your body, it's not hard to understand that you can present with an array of symptoms with that. Women are not often told about hair loss. Women are not often told that, you know, when they get on hormonal birth control, it's going to deplete key nutrients like vitamin A and zinc and selenium, things you need to have healthy hair. We're talking to Dr. Jolene Brighton, um, who is the author um, of Beyond the Pill. Uh, my wife has just come off contraception because I had a vasectomy uh, this year. She said to yeah, me... you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you thank can you. hear he's waiting for that, Dr. Jolene. <laughs> but she did say to me, once, once we got the all clear, she said to me, she sat me down and she went, now I've got to tell you something, my boobs are going to get smaller. <laughs> I was like, okay, right. right. I didn't realize that, that the pill could affect that. Oh, yeah. I mean, women. some women uh, actually elect to start birth control because they do want to have a larger bust size. Wow. Um, it does. Uh, it can affect, you know, any tissue that's really set up and primed to be stimulated by estrogen. Can be uh, Synthetic birth control can actually stimulate those tissues as well, which, you know, you might have a bigger bust, but you might also find that you have bigger butt size. Um, and, you know, for some women, they get a little bit of that lower belly weight as well while they're on birth control. Yeah. I remember the first time I was Described, uh, the pill was actually, well, I needed it for birth, but I told my mum it was for something else. Um, but it was, <laughs> I think a lot of women probably yeah, start yeah, that yeah. way. <laughs> Terrible acne, mum. Terrible acne. Yeah, but it was also for polycystic ovary syndromes. And I remember thinking, that's so weird that I'm not getting my period regularly, so I'm taking the pill and it was sort of mimicking. It wasn't really helping it at that point. And I, I went like off it. And then my friends and I have done our own research of going off the pill and on the pill. And we've worked out that the most relationship breakups we've had 
are actually at the time when we change the pill? You know, mate selection. There's a section in my book where I call it, you know, the pill and your bad boyfriend because it alters our relationships in a way where we actually select for mates that are more genetically similar to you. So that's like you're wanting to date your cousin, so to speak, on a genetic level, which is the point where everyone goes, ew. Um, And the other issue with that as well, not everyone. <laughs> um, but it also alters the female brain. So we see actual structural changes, the way that the brain functions may be altered as well, so that we enter into all relationships a little bit differently. Romantic relationships, how we mother, how we interact with our community. So, you know, it, whenever people are like, is this a myth? I'm like, look, it's like women around the world are sharing the same story over and over, and they don't know each other. Yeah. We've got to investigate that. You okay there, Maddie? Yeah, why? Because your wife is just coming off the pill. No, but and... you didn't meet her when she was on the pill, did you? Uh, no, so no. I always go, I always have said to my friends, never marry someone who you haven't spent time with on when the, they're off the pill. Because uh, when they're off the pill, I reckon it changes yeah, your senses. Yeah, You oh, can't, because otherwise... It, that's some wisdom right there. Yeah, so I, I always say oh, that go off the pill and get to see know if your you still partner. Like them. You do, wow. then you can marry him. <laughs> What you're smelling is you're smelling the MHC complex. You're actually smelling something that gives you data about their immune system. And so you select for a mate that is as genetically different as you. So that way your baby has the strongest immune system. And it goes both ways. You know, they did a study where women who are exotic dancers or strippers, I'm not sure what you call them in Australia, um, they actually get paid less. They are both, okay. But they make less money when they're on birth control. And they actually make more money when they have a natural menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. and they're ovulating. When they're ovulating, men are like throwing them all the cash. So ladies, like Mm -hmm. write that down. Like you are sexier when you're not ovulating. Because I think everyone, I think everyone forgets that we're just animals. That's what you're supposed to do. And the whole desire is to mate. So if you're not able to mate because you're on the contraceptive pill, or then it just changes. And I always go, what's the point of going on the pill and then not wanting to have sex? Because it lowers your sex drive. Right. And how many women talk about the lack of libido? It Mm. lowers testosterone production by about fifty percent from your ovaries. Uh, well, Dr. Jolene, a lot to uh, process right there. Really appreciate you coming on this morning and uh, talking to us about the female contraceptive pill. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This was a great conversation. You guys ask amazing questions. Oh, thank oh, you very thank much. You, you are a naturopathic you, doctor. doctor and author of Beyond the Pill. Check out that book. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Happy little Maybe it's your, not your fault or not your partner's fault that you're not compatible anymore. You know, you once was in love and then you come off the contraceptive pill and it might change. Not for everyone. I don't want everyone to freak out here, <laughs> Nah, okay? this is this nah, lock nah, it nah, in. Nah, 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 nah. No, if, no. You, if your girlfriend <laughs> says, I'm going to go off the pill, or your wife says that, you know what? You just keep her on it because your days no, are numbered. that is not true. I'm just saying that it can affect some women. Many women can go on the contraceptive pill and not have any issues, okay? Yes. There's some that just change. Apparently, your smell changes, and all of a sudden, you realise you're not with the right mate. Uh, has this happened to you, Amber, in Ormo? Morning. Uh, hi, how are you? Good. Did the pill That's just good. drop? Pardon? The pill just dropped. You realise this is the case? Yes, yes. <laughs> what happened? Um, yeah, so I was on the pill for quite a few years, um, and I never really noticed any changes with me or anything. Um, and then about two months ago, I just decided to randomly get off her because I hated my partner. I could not 
stand the sight of him. I didn't want to talk to him. You know, we, we've been together for quite a few years, so we didn't have any physical kind of romance or anything. Ever since I've gotten off it, I'm a lot more happier. Um, I actually appreciate my partner now. I did go through thoughts of breaking up with him, but wow. I think it was just because of the pill. Wow. Um, yeah, and now ever since, I will never, ever go back on it again because it actually is so bad for your system and your health, um, and I just would not, I would never do it again. It's so bad. Right. <laughs> so it can work the other way. Yeah. 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 So maybe get them off the pill. They're cranky at you. No, also come too. on, guys. Let's, just, let's not do the fear thing. I mean, men... Go and you see could, a doctor. Men could change their behaviour. Or get, get them off the pill. <laughs> it's much see, easier that way. Go and see your doctor. Stay Stacey <laughs> and Calandra, have you noticed that this happened to you? Morning, guys. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't know if there's a correlation um, between getting off the pill and breaking up with my partner, but it just so happens um, that I was on the implant on rod for about two, just over two years. Um, I put on about 10 kilos and it was just so horrible for my body. My hormones were all over the place. I had been seeing someone for, uh, I don't know, about 12 months. And after I, I removed the implant rod and uh, in February and I ended up breaking up with him about two, three weeks later. Right. I don't know if there's a correlation or not, but... I don't know, it's a bit coincidental, I think, after having listened to previous stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's but you think throughout the day, because my friends and I used to write a timeline, went, oh, wait a minute, that makes sense. <laughs> I really liked them. And then I couldn't stand their chewing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that happens more for women, doesn't it? It's yeah. just that... that we A man can make a woman's skin crawl mm. like that. Because you're so in love. You know, I think we fall in love a little bit quicker. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, hate just what? as fast. <laughs> Renee in Redcliffe, this happened to you? Yeah, it sure did, guys. So I was with my high school sweetheart and uh, on and off the pill for 10 years. Finally came off the pill just after our third child was born completely. Mm-hmm. And within six months, just could not tolerate him anymore. Wow. Did you leave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Completely left. Just got to the point where... I could not find him attractive anymore. He wasn't funny anymore. It was just like he was a completely different person, but it wasn't him that changed. It was me coming off the pill. Wow. And you've ever gone back on it? Uh, no, I've stayed off it completely right. now. Right. Do you if you went back on it, you'd get back together with him? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'm willing to do that experiment. No, I, I <laughs> wouldn't have messed with him you know anymore with that experiment. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I'm not doing words like that. Uh. Hey, babe, I tell you what. I will never speak to you again, but you take this one pill yeah. and we'll oh. talk in 24 hours <laughs> yeah. and then we'll decide then. Yeah. Wow, that's just amazing. It is fascinating. But if you feel like you're on the wrong wrong one, you can go and see your doctor and see about changing it. That's Rather right. Rather than changing the partner. I'm just going, just explore all that first. As If symptoms persist, please, please see, leave your partner. Please oh. see your <laughs> GP is what we should say. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can we be friends? I'm going to say something and I don't want any judgment. Okie dokie. Come judge. Right. Come to the right place. I feel like... I'm full. I want to close the borders. I don't want to let anyone else in. And I want to start turning away some people. From your heart? From my friendship. Your friendship group? Yes. Yeah? You're too busy. Well, that's what I've realised. I've realised that... I am not giving enough to the relationships that I currently have. Uh-huh. So when things happen where, you know, you start to catch up with new people and create new friendships, 
I kind of think I don't. I don't actually have time you for this. Time. I, I don't want any more friends. But there's still there are some questions you need to ask about this. Can you? Do you feel that the people that are currently in there need too much servicing? Oh yeah, you could get some because out some and put some new people, ones in. Some people require too much, and if you're leaving and you're not feeling good about yourself, then they need to get out. So do I make some room? Well, because Scotty and I don't cut our borders ever. You'd have never cut the borders. Never cut the borders. I used to until I met Scotty. Now, as you can imagine, Scotty's got time for everyone. Yeah. But this guy never, ever has a problem of saying no. So someone goes, do you want to go on Saturday night? He goes, no, mate. We'll see you next time. And he doesn't feel bad. Yeah. See, neither neither do I. Well, then there you go. So you just do it as you please because sometimes you can pick a better option. Can you? So are you saying rather than close the borders, leave them open, but just deport the bad ones? Yeah. Be, be more choosy with how you spend your time. I think as you get older, you're allowed to go, did I feel good about myself when I hung out with those people? No, I actually I found yeah. bad. And you go, you know what? Go on. I'm going to see them less. Yeah. Love them to bits, but maybe they're not. Did I make it into the circle before the circle was Oh, shut? no, you guys are in. Okay. You guys... Why isn't he coming camping with us when we go in July? Because you set it up and you invited me camping. So you why guys, did you not? Why did you, you not invite him? You guys are going camping. Because you didn't want to. You actually said <laughs> you, you don't want to. Sure. You camping. know we're going camping. You said you said I'm too good. I Barton boy doesn't camp. <laughs> Barton boy goes on first class to Sydney, and we said, well, so be it. You do that, mate. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> now we asked you to come camping. You're going away. Yeah. So you got where the camping trip. It's all locked in. So you guys are on the right side of the wall. Well, I don't know. Okay. Are you going to act after? We're going to have to really put on a good show yeah, now, Scotty and I. Good morning. Kicked out. Well, I was never going to deport any friends. I was just saying I wanted to close my borders. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it for a while. And as I say it, I feel really bad because I feel, feel that's bad. a bad way to live. I think it's just weird because you get busy, but I didn't know you've got such a large group of friends already. You're fine like, too. Like, I don't want to be, I'm not, that's not, that, that sounds more arrogant. Yeah. But how many friends is enough? Like, how would you say you're very close friends? How many? Oh, like one or two. No, <laughs> no I'm joking. It's, oh, I can't, I can't count. Because one or two could drop dead, so I just mean, you've got to, you got to make sure you. I've got, some, yeah, you got other places to go. Drop dead? No. Well, I just, I don't, I don't have, I'm a person, I don't have a limit. I like making new friends. I know. Because I, I right. had room for our two new producers, they came. Oh, they If I had cut down the borders, I wouldn't have allowed them in, oh. and we're having fun hanging out. I think the girls might have been what filled me up, if I'm honest. Oh. Um, so you're in, you guys, are, you no. guys are on. And I still but have no. time for our old producers, I still text them all the time. That's what yeah. I was going to say, they're, they're just the replacement. Nah, because I still hang out with them. So, for instance, my best friend, who I was best man for his wedding... I haven't seen him yeah. in about four months. Right. And Do you I, want to? Of course. I'm, I actually miss him. I long for him. <laughs> and I just realised yeah. I've, got, I've got these other, no, other people coming in who I'm giving time to. I'm like, my boy? Yeah. I'm not yeah. seeing my boy. But he's not in your direct... How's this? Where? You will always take a phone call from someone who you've seen that day. You know why? Because it's yeah. an easier conversation. You don't take phone calls from people that you haven't seen for four months because you know it's a longer time. No, we and haven't even just, called each other. But well, that's just a shift. That? That's why. You have to do it. You've got to put in your diary time for those people that you haven't seen for a long time to make phone calls. If you long for him, which you do, I can see <laughs> I that in your eyes. You he, long for him, he, then you should give him a He's not married call. or anything, is he? No, he is. He's got two kids. Nah. See, wrote, that's the yeah. other thing with the closing of the borders. You can't close borders when you've got kids because you just... You kids have are friends. the reason I'm filling up. Exactly. You have friends thrust no, upon you. No, but they're you. not friends. I mean, shout out to all my... <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. No, yeah, no, no. Say no, this it. is the pickle. No, no, yes. no, no, no. Stop it, stop it. What I meant was there are some people that you kind of go are acquaintances and you actually yeah. see them more times than your friends, friends that you went friends. to school with or anything like that. Mm. It's so hard to balance, you know? And every time I see Fredo, we, we go out for a beer and it's always the same thing. Mate, why are we, what's, why has it been so long? You know? I'm like, what all are you doing of these. Tonight? Um, you we... want to be in bed by 8 o'clock. It's more the fact that your bedtime routine is ruining your friendship. Give him a call in bed in your pyjamas. <laughs> FaceTime him tonight. Face, yeah. FaceTime face him. FaceTime him in the bath with a glass of red. See, this is this is what's annoying is I was going to shut the border mm. and on this chat now I have, to, I have to leave. I have no, to be no, so no, in. No, now no. I'm inclusive. No, 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 Anyone no, can no. come in. No, the walls no, are do down. This. Push the wall down. It's a great moment in history, no, everyone. Now you're just encouraging it. No. That's, we get, well, you started off as Trump and now you're Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. It's F-O-E-F. Go, ho, no more work today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Feel that? Yep. Uh, uh, I actually enjoy it now that we go till 10. Ah. Uh. It's the end of the day. <laughs> so I had my mind. Enjoy Fun of Early Friday. Yeah. Let's be honest, the 10s are punished. Yeah, I think 10s are punished. Maddie loves it. Doesn't bother me. But Friday, Noah works a full day on a Friday. That is what we celebrate right now. And uh, on the air with us, we've got Mike from Red Bank Plains. Hey, Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey. my man. <laughs> what time do you usually finish on a Friday? Well, it depends, bro. If the boss is feeling generous, uh, you know, we could finish up at 2, but today it looks like we'll probably finish up, I don't know, around 5.30. Oh, that's five. an outrage. Uh, what company do you work no. for, Mike? I work for Built by Bale. Uh-huh. Built by Bale? Companies in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we've got your boss on the phone right now. What we do here is we try to enforce the rule of funning off early on a Friday. Your boss is uh-huh. Nick. Hello, Nick. How's it going, guys? Hey, slave driver Nick. You're keeping these boys back <laughs> till 5.30. What's your issue? Uh, oh, we've all got families we've got to feed. Your boss is Nick. Good, 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 good card to play. Families yeah. you don't want to go home to. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the deal, mate? Why why can't they finish early today? Mike, want, Mike, first of all, what time do you want to leave today, mate? Um, well, it is a nice day, but I wouldn't mind leaving at about, I don't know, maybe 3 o'clock. Nah, that's, mate, come on. That's not worth it. Midday. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Mike wants to go home at midday today. Midday? Well, I reckon we could blow through smoker and pull that off. Oh, so you miss your lunch break, but you get to go yep. home early. That's a compromisation. Yep. You know what? No. That sounds good. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Let's put it into motion then. I'm pretty sure you guys decided this before you pulled up, but I'm pretty sure we could go through it again. Not, not, even, not even close. It was a stitch-up. I didn't even know I was getting a phone call. Oh, really? Classic stitch-up. Classic stitch-up. So midday today, but that means, Mike, you've got to get back on the tools and you are not allowed to stop working till midday today. Gee, no, that's not me, bro. I go all day. <laughs> Rightio. So it's settled then. Uh, he will do it. Nick, thank you very much for coming on board, buddy. It's how it's done. No worries. Have a good day, guys. Good on ya. It's F-O-E-F. Go, ho, no more work today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, 
That's it for us. Have a wonderful day, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. No Alpha Bucks letters? No, nah, we're live in 30 seconds. Okay, cool. <laughs> Stand by,